it's Michelle Moross and you are watching Mental Shift. If you happen to stumble across Mental Shift and you're like, who in the world is this woman, Michelle Moross? Well, I'm an international speaker, a speaker coach, a trainer of mindset, and an author of two books. I happen to have this podcast, Mental Shift, and you can... I'm putting right at poor LJ's face. Uh, subscribe, subscribe or follow at the anchor and uh, follow me on Spotify, whatever. You can find me. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel because this mental shift is probably where you're watching it on and share it up with your friends, family. I just wanted to say I love being a host of this podcast. Why? Because I meet really interesting, amazing people who are doing great things in our community and beyond. And that is what Mental Shift is about. I bring on people, entrepreneurs, just normal everyday people who are just living every day, but have had some sort of a mental shift in their life. That's the name Mental Shift. That geared them up from whatever they were doing before, shifted them, and they excel now to something else. So think about that. When you're listening and talking with us, with our, with our conversation today. What mental shift have you had in your life that will propel you to the next level? So as I'm babbling on, welcome LJ. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> good weather. I'm glad. I'm happy. It's good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I asked LJ on because um, she knows a couple of friends of mine and I wanted to know more about her. And basically we're having coffee with you. So LJ, what do you do? So I am a health and wellness coach, um, so strong background in fitness. I've been teaching classes, I'd say over 20 years, about 23 years, a lot older than people think I am. So yes, been teaching classes and doing personal training and everything for about 23 years. Health coach is another one of my passions that I've been pursuing with nutrition. Um, and as far as health and wellness, really honing in on keto. So I'm a keto coach as well. Oh. Yes, that's what I do. That's my passion. Oh, that's fabulous. And yeah, I was kind of thinking you were about 28. So I know, right? When you were God, the secret's out. I'm 40. <laughs> I've got a 20-year-old that's in the Air Force. So, yes, I'm a little little bit older. And God's graced me, and I'm doing well. <laughs> yes, so far, so good. Well, I'm thinking, well, health and wellness, she's in the right in the right field because we all want to be younger, right? Right. And I'm, I'm about to say something so politically incorrect, okay, because I say it all the time because I'm 51. Black don't crack. Asian don't raise it. <laughs> And she said it, you know, I wanted to say those things, but hey, this is, <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. Um, yes, I mean, healthy living is part of it as it's well. It's a huge part of it. But this oily skin, I mean, it can be problematic as a teen, but as you get older, I'm like, the wrinkles are not there. Like you wake up exactly. and you're like, I'm good. I just have a little bit of smile lines. Like that's it. Like, couple smile lines and I can live with that. I'm and aging gracefully, yes. Well, and I giggled because, yeah, I... It's not a derogatory thing, people. Oh, no, absolutely. And you all know me. Those of you who are watching me, you know me. I'm not a, I'm not a mean person. But all my childhood, my teen years, I had such bad acne. I used to always cry that Same. I wanted these okay, things so to go I'm, away. I know. I had horrible acne as well. And part of it was my nutrition, but part of it was just the oily skin. Like, my skin's oily. It's breaking out. Like, everyone's got this picture-perfect senior picture. And yeah, I'm just got... like, how much makeup can I put on? But it's like, if you're, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Like, um, your skin's a mess. It's a mess. You just got to deal with it. So but if you're watching older, it's if okay. you're watching, you have oil, and you have oily skin, embrace the oily yes. skin. It is a good thing. And see, and I grew up in the Philippines where it was mm -hmm. like 120 degrees and 120 humidity. Oh, so gosh. makeup was not a thing. So right. I just had acne across my forehead all the time. It was miserable. But I love my oil. And right. it was 
a lot of my nutrition. I mean, I used to live on Pop-Tarts and Coke, okay? So, yes. yeah. I remember <laughs> the college thing. days of staying up late and eating um, Chewy Runs. I was a Chewy <laughs> Runt girl and Sprees, like those boxes, and I'd just buy them and... That was me. I mean, making great grades, but I was probably eating a little too much candy, uh, too many treats, all that fun stuff. But... And I'm thinking, ah, this calorie, this calorie. Well, I can I can get a lot of sugar and movement with this. Right. One. So I used to always I choose. I can pull that all-nighter. Yeah, I would, I would choose that. And it's like, <laughs> right. now that I'm older, it's like, oh, I really hurt myself all those years. I know. We were turning the clock back. It's all right. Yeah, we, and you can recover. And that's what we have LJ on for today because we want to find out more about what she does and how she helps her clients move from one level to the next. Right? And that's why you're listening because you want to know too. That is right, yes. So what kind of words of wisdom would you like to share? Um, words of wisdom, I would say, I know that we just came, you know, past a new year. So in January, it's all of this, you know, new year, new me. We're putting out all these resolutions. We're posting all these, you know, affirmations and et cetera. But I think what's so important um, with everyone is I like to focus on when you're moving forward to really set something up that's a lifestyle change, not just, you know, oh my gosh, I'm taking my kids on spring break in March. It's time to get the mom bod gone and get the hot body for bikinis. Like none of that quick fix stuff. Like that stuff is stressful. It's about a lifestyle change. It's always, you know, yes, your mom, your mother, your wife, whatever. Um, but always finding something as far as lifestyle changes. So it's the small changes that you can make because I think we do, we set these really big goals, which I think is fine, but you need to break them down into these bite-sized milestones so that you can be accomplished and feel the success along the way. You would think LJ's been stalking me. I say that a lot. Oh, no. And I haven't been stalking <laughs> you. Haven't. We really, we really honestly just, just met. met. Yes. <laughs> so we're speaking the same gospel, which is good. Um, so, yes, it's about breaking. I mean, having that vain goal, you know, having your why, but having the milestones, having the mindset and just really taking small chunks with the journey, I think, is more important than, you know, setting these lofty goals. And then it's like, OK, I want to go from A to Z and then not knowing how you're going to get there. Yeah. I think that's what happens a lot of times. People don't know the steps in between. Um, um, they need the support. It's about the mindset, like you said, and then just the accountability to make sure that they're getting from A to Z. Exactly. And I always say, take one little tiny step. I mean, I don't care how tiny it is. Right. If you want to be healthier, then do. you don't have to say, I'm going to cut out all X. You don't have to do that. Do one little thing, okay? Mm -hmm. First, get rid of all the sugar. Okay, you have sugar in your coffee. Don't put one pack of the sugar in your coffee. I mean, and every day add take away one other thing right and and what happens is your mind realizes hey i'm not going to die if they change anything exactly and it, it will accept bigger changes so mm -hmm. as you get braver you can change bigger things if you've watched me or you want to watch me go look at some of my older videos i used to be 389 pounds so when i did my ted talk i was 389 pounds mm -hmm. i say that because like i said i lived off coke and uh pop tarts and bad, bad, bad right. things. And we've all made some nutrition yeah. decisions that we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. But on the other hand, it's like we made it. We're on the other You're side. You're still alive. So it's like yeah, you said, I mean, doing the small changes and not, um, I think deprivation is a big thing when people are like, okay, I need to get here. And they're like, I'm depriving myself of all sugar, all wheat, all this, all that, no bread. And it's like, you're going from, you know, having the things that are keeping you going to like the next day, you're like, I can't do this. I can't do that. And I think it can be overwhelming, the can'ts and I'm not. And it's oh, like, okay, yeah. like, it'll, it'll just, rip you up. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of negativity starting your entire day with these goals of, I can't have this. I can't have that. So like you said, you know, if you used to do 
three tablespoons of sugar. Okay, maybe you're going to, you know, three to two or three to one and a half, or you go from three and maybe you switch to stevia or a coconut sugar, finding some way to just make the small changes. Inch out, inch out. Because it's a lot easier to sustain. Now with me, I I kind of had a very fast push into my healthier living. Um, I found out I had breast cancer. Mm. And the first thing the oncologist said was remove all sugar. And what I didn't know was carbs turn into sugar in your body. So I had no idea that Oh, no, I'll take all the sugar. I can handle that. I don't need right. sugar. But I was still eating the bread. Right. And I was like, oh, I can't have pasta or anything. They're like, like, that's sugar? No, no, you can't. <laughs> so I had the hard ride. It was like one day I was eating it. Mm-hmm. Next day I couldn't eat any of it. And so that was like a huge shock for my system. And I went from, I dropped all dairy because that was all the sugar too. Mm-hmm. And so they pulled everything out of my diet. And I'm like, wow, what do I eat? Cardboard? Right. What's left? <laughs> yeah. But what I found out now is I found another way to eat. So it's... I'll still have little things every once in a while, but I don't, it doesn't consume me anymore. Right. And and the, the mentality of I can't have, I had to shift that right. to I get to choose what I eat. I get to choose what mm-hmm. I want in my body to stay healthy. And that's the mind shift I always talk about with everything we talk about on with Michelle Moross Inc. and what I do as a speaker. One small mindset change can shift everything in your world. You right. just have to make a choice. Right. It is about choices. And it's making the choice every day, not just making it on the first of the month and then on or, the 15th. Or, being or the like, first of the year. Right. You know, the whole, oh, I'm doing this, you know, and on you know February 1st, you're very dedicated to your goal. And then on the 15th, you're just like, okay, I'm not dedicated. I don't know what to do. It's, it's a daily choice that we make every morning when you wake up. May it be a small choice. May it be a large choice. But like you said, removing that negativity that can't do this, you can't have that. And it's like, okay, I can have this, but it's in moderation. I used to do two servings. Now I'm going to do one serving. Um, so it's just the small changes. And People, I think, sometimes discount, like they're like, I'm all or none. But I'm like, the all or none is fine, but it doesn't work for everyone. And the world is not black and white. Right. Okay. Right, right. So when you, that that's how you, you set yourself up for failure. If you say I'm an all for nothing, all or nothing, mm-hmm. and you miss one day or you're out on the road and you can't do what you normally would be doing. Right. And you do, oh, well, forget it, this week's blown. Right, exactly. Or you feel defeated and you're just like, well, I guess I'll start. And it's usually like, okay, well, I'll start next month or yeah. next week. And I'm like, well, it is the 12th. <laughs> We've got about 20 more days. <laughs> yeah, like, Stop that. Yeah, like just, you know, like the next, the start can be the next day. Like you can mess up on a Monday and your beginning can be on a Tuesday. It doesn't have to be, oh, well, it'll be March 1st or, oh, I'm going to do it this summer. Or, oh, I'm going to do this fall. Like it can be tomorrow. It could be today. At noon. It could be today. Yes, it could be today. Yes. See, I, I track everything I eat. So right. like right now I'm drinking something with serious amounts of sugar and calories in it. And so now that I know I took in that calorie this mm-hmm. morning, I know that I'm going to adjust everything else this afternoon. Right. So I, I give and take. It's a give and take. It's about balance yeah. with everything. I mean, food, nutrition, exercise. I mean, it all is about balance. And I think we get this whole like all or none, no pain, no gain. We're not going to get there. And it's like the no pain, no gain. It was funny. I was having a conversation with someone else and it is like, yes, you're going to feel some discomfort when you're working out. Like, yeah, it's going to burn a little. It's You're using these muscles that have just been hanging out. But at the end of the day, the no pain, no gain isn't applied to everything. It's Correct. not, you know, your nutrition. You don't have to be deprived. You don't have to be uncomfortable. You don't have to be hungry and starving all day long to get results. And I think sometimes social media is like, well, this is how you do it. Drink this do that, mix this, mix that. There, there is no quick And then, fix. exactly, it, it's going to take work and dedication, but you got to find what works for you. Yes, and uh, with me, it's like uh, multiple things, okay? Mm-hmm. So with you, it'll be multiple things. It could be one thing, whatever it is. And, and one thing doesn't work continually. Right. So like I started with one, and then I plateaued. 
And so I had to shift up my game and then right. I dropped more and then I had to shift again. So there's, there's always an ever changing thing. Mm -hmm. you think about, I, I say this often that we are like water, be like water when you're going through troubles in your life, you know, push through, find a way over, around or through. Right. Same thing with your body and your health. One way isn't going to work continually. You must shift your game. Your body is so amazing. Your brain is so brilliant. It will adjust and it'll get used to something mm -hmm. and it'll do, okay, this is our new normal. Let's plateau now. Right. This is our new normal. <laughs> yeah. Right? New normal. Okay. Well, you gotta, you've got to change it right. up so that your, your body does, oh, wait, let me work that muscle now. And so that's what I've been finding on my journey. Right. That nothing works exactly the same forever. You have mm -hmm. to change. You got to change a little bit. No, that's like, true. Like a boat on water. You've got to yeah, shift and with it's the waves. Even the same with your workouts. If you're doing the same workout, like the workout that I may have did, you know, six months ago, oh, yeah. I could do it today. But at the end of the day, I can't do the same workout every day for the next 25 years. Like, yes, I'm always going to do a little cardio. Yes, there's always going to be some strength, but I have to change my routine. My body's going to adapt every six, eight weeks. You got to stake it up a little bit and do something different because that's the only way you will get the results. So, yeah, that's the deal. I'm sorry if you're doing the same workout, the same video from 20 years ago. You may have to set it free, bring it back in six weeks, pull something in new. <laughs> and, and shift it a little bit. I mean, if you like, I'm, I'm a big P90X person. Yes, and I love my yeah, P90. I love, I love my Shanti. And but you have and... to shift that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And so, like, there'll be certain works that you can, you can adjust them or you can fast forward and do something else in them and then go back to something else. I mean, just as long as you can, your body will remember what the next movement is. It's right. almost like music. You know when you listen to the same uh, album, you know exactly what the next song is. You start singing it before it even comes on. Mm -hmm. Your body does the same yes. thing. It's amazing. I it love is. our the bodies. The muscle memory definitely yeah. kicks in. Yes. So LJ, you are awesome. Well, thank you. I'm loving your energy. <laughs> well, thank you. You're making me giggle for the whole thing. I'm not talking straight or anything. We're but having fun. We are. So how do people connect to you? How do people find you if they want to connect and learn more about you and work with you? Um, the easiest way to find me would be on Instagram. So LJS okay. underscore powerhouse. There, there, there. Um, so LJ's underscore powerhouse. Instagram. And then you'll find my website link for any other products and services and everything that I offer. Um, I do have a coaching program that I'm working on right now. And then I'm launching again on March 16th. So I do have a couple of openings. So they can reach you no matter where they are in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Everything is online with me. So um, in the of your home you can be there chilling with your coffee and your tea or whatever um and we just hop online and get everything taken care of so it, do you it's do really workouts nice. online too i do i've been doing some workouts online so we do a lot of fun stuff i mean yeah. all this technology now we got to take advantage of it well i'm thinking because a large majority of my followers are not in the united states which is awesome yeah i mean we can log on um to any of the online platforms and get everything done with the coaching so it's nice Perfect. nice and convenient no excuses right yeah the world <laughs> is a very small place there. right so what what's your background what happened with you? What were you doing before? And what kind of mental shift did you have that brought you to this part of the world? My mental shift, um, I'd say happened probably back in college. Um, I was a lot heavier going to college. Um, and like I said, I was that person that was eating all these chewy runs and, you know, feeding my little soul late at night, making great grades, you know, maintaining the 4.0. So maybe putting a lot of time and energy into the academics versus putting it into my health and wellness. And looking back, if I could have done something differently, well, obviously I wouldn't have pulled all those late nights with all that unhealthy stuff, but I got my degrees and all that. Yeah. Fun but stuff, if, right? you, if you changed your past, you wouldn't be where you are now. 
Right. And it's, it's a learning experience. Absolutely. Um, so I made a lot of changes in college. I mean, just coming out of high school, being heavier, wanting to be healthier. And for me, I had a lot of negative and naysayers, you know, this is that, this is that, or, um, I mean, I had someone even a time where I had outgrown some of my clothes and I'm like, okay, my clothes aren't fitting. And it was kind of like, well, if you can't fit into those and I'm like, Oh, well, <laughs> you know, but as a teenager, like your body's changing, like you've got all yeah. this stuff going on. And like you said, you know, you've got acne one day, your self, you know, your self-esteem, your self-confidence, like everything is very volatile. Um, so maybe I was lacking a little bit of support in that area, but so I took it upon myself and I was like, okay, this is the deal. Like I'm not comfortable in my own skin. It has nothing to do with what someone else is telling me, you know, someone else is like, you don't look like this and that I want to be comfortable in my own skin. And so I, I started working out at home um, back in the days. I'm talking about VHS. I was just creating a social media post about this um, back when it was like the firm and you were like doing the step aerobics and you had your little videos like us popping in the VHS. Oh, yeah, I had the hand weights. I mean, the step I was doing it all. And that was like really my journey of starting to work out and become healthier for myself. Um, and then with college, I mean. I may have gotten a couple of complaints from a neighbor downstairs that I was like doing some step aerobics really early in the mornings. So I may, I it was may, you. No. Right. I may have gotten a letter. I may have been called down to the, uh, yeah, the RA is like, yeah, look here, you're working out. So then I started walking on the track. Um, so I mean, honestly, that was probably my first little boost into group fitness. And it was really just, you know, I remember back in the day, you know, the Walkman, the black and yellow one, because you could walk around and bounce and that wouldn't, wouldn't scratch. Mm -hmm. So I was the cool kid that had the Walkman and I really, really just started walking around the track and eventually um, other people started joining me. I would walk my little 12 laps. That was my three or four miles. And that was the beginning of my journey, not only just because I wanted to I mean, I think it started off more wanting to change my appearance and just kind of get some rid of those negative feelings. But it was also about my self-confidence and my self-esteem. Um, you know, you can be the smartest person in the room, but you need to be able to feel empowered. And I wasn't feeling empowered in all areas of my life. And it's interesting when I look back now, I'm like very outgoing and talking to strangers and, you know, doing whatever. But um, it was I was a different person then. So I really had to just take you know, the reins into my own hands. And really that negativity is what kind of fueled me to be like, okay, I need to make some changes. Um, so that was probably the first time when I got called in for hosting an unauthorized um, exercise group. And I was like, oh, well, I'm just walking on the track. And then these girls from the dorm just joined me. <laughs> An like, unauthorized. Not, I know. You know, when you get called into the dean's office in college and you're like, oh my God, I'm not going to get suspended or expelled or like, but it was like, working out. you're calling me in because I'm walking and friends are walking with me. And it's like, I'm not charging them. There's not a group. Like I was so low key. I'm like, I didn't even know anything about like, you know, staying connected on social media or any of that. Like I was just walking and people started joining me, but people started getting results. And so that's when I started to really see the power of accountability and working together as a team. I mean, I had the strength to get out there and walk on my own for a few miles and do my own thing, but it was so much funner when you're like, oh, I'm going at 6 p.m. I know you're coming, Susie Q's coming. You know, we've got our little music and it's just the power of the community that really yeah, shifted together. me to the next level. And and, and the community, it, it gives you accountability. Oh, it's huge, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And see, I got into powerlifting, so I was a bodybuilder. Oh, nice. Okay. In my 30s and 40s. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. So you're just getting the, um, getting the weightlifting going. I started on the track. Baby steps for me. Yes. Yeah. Well, my brother was a bodybuilder, so I used to follow him. Oh, right, and right. So that's how I got into bodybuilding. And uh, so I didn't get to 389 pounds by bodybuilding. I just have to say that, okay? <laughs> I got to that because I had a brain injury. So in 2014, mm. my brain injury. So when you're used to working out and you're used to uh, your body moving all the time. Oh, absolutely. And then you stop. I mean, I was a hard stop for a year and a half. Right. I didn't move. When you still eat the same way you did when your body was burning the calories oh and you're not moving, mm -hmm. it happens very quickly. Right. And so you, I want you to, I want to enforce that whole mental shift and that, that mentality. 
Just because one thing happened in your life doesn't mean it needs to define you for the rest of your life. Right. Okay? You can change. Every day is a choice. Like she said, every day, one mini change. As she did, she started walking. People started joining her. She realized she liked the group. She right. liked that group feel. Find what your passion is. Find what you need to get moving so that you can find the best version of you. Right. No, that's true. And I still love the dynamics of the group. I teach group fitness classes now on a regular basis. And I do. I love, I mean, personal training is something that I do, but I love the energy of getting, you know, 10, 12 people in the class or largest 60 people and just motivating them, like taking everyone from zero to 100. Because another thing is you don't know what people are going through. People no. come in, you don't know what conversation was had that morning. You don't know how they feel. You don't know if their boss sent them this nasty gram email. And then they're just trying to like boost their esteem, you know, self-esteem and take it to the next level so they can go and be strong in the office and so it's realizing that everyone's bringing in a different story a different journey but being able to collectively build that energy and take everyone to the next level like that's that's my jam I could talk about that all day long because that is that's what good. I love that's yes. awesome because yeah. that's what you do it is it's what I love yes <laughs> that's fabulous I, I love that I mean people like you are needed in the world Right. Because we, we need that energizer bunny that says, come on, let's go. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Yeah. Because there are days that you may not want to do it. I mean, and that's what I said, like having the accountability partner. If you know that someone's waiting for you at the gym, I mean, you're not going to tell your girlfriend like, hey, let's meet for weights at 5 p.m. And then at 4.52 be like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. Like, maybe you can't you will, do that to them. But typically it's your girlfriend. Like now she's arranged. She ain't got childcare. Her husband knows the dinner's going to be late. Like she's now put forth the effort. So you're like, I have to. Like, even if you don't lift as heavy or maybe you don't power lift that day you guys just chill on the elliptical but it's the accountability where you knew she was coming what she we knows. did what we yes. did with um with my my partner uh, back when i was power lifting we never exchanged phone numbers oh because <laughs> that way you can there never no call excuses. to cancel and then we, <laughs> and our deal was i will sit out front till you show up okay and if they didn't show up they knew i was sitting out front you see? I, and what kind of pressure? I, I wouldn't want that kind of pressure. No. <laughs> it worked. It's like, what? It worked. It's like, okay, I woke up late, but I'm here. And that's how it worked. And that's where technology, like now we can send a Facebook, we can send you a DM, be like, oh, hey, I, I can't make it, blah, blah, blah. Well, but and now, back me, in the day when you couldn't, like you had to show up to literally, you had to show up and be like, oh, yeah, did I mention? My leg is broken. I can't work out. But I had to show up with this broken leg <laughs> I've to got show the flu. you. I got right, the flu. That I I'm can't do it. <laughs> Right. But it's about accountability. Well, my accountability partner right now, and I just told him at the gym three days ago, he's a guy who always goes to the gym at 530 in the morning. I, uh, I go every morning at 530. That's and amazing. I hear his car start. Oh. And if I hear his car pull out and I'm in bed, I do, oh, he's going. And so I call, I just told him three three or four days ago, hey, um, just want to let you know, thank you for the loud car. He has, right. I'm so sorry about my car, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I said, no. She's like, thank you. Because it makes me think, oh, I better go to the gym. Right. And so I go. So my accountability, par uh, accountability partner now doesn't even, he didn't right. even know he is my accountability partner. I would just go and I do. That was our I'm here. Like, I'm here. I'm here. And he didn't know it was because I heard his car go. Right. That'll wake you up. <laughs> no getting around that. I mean, no. it definitely is like, it's time to get up. But like you said, it's part of your, not a ritual. It's part of your routine. It's my routine. Um, it's part of your routine. It's something that you love. There may be days that you may want to skip your routine. But at the end of the day, you know that big goal, that larger goal. And each day getting up at 530 or even if it's five or six days a week, that is part of those milestones getting you to the greater goal. I do everything the same. Mm -hmm. 
I know that sounds really bad because I tell you guys, you know, get out of your comfort zone. But what it is, it's the routine. It's a mental ritual. So I wake up and before mm -hmm. I even get out of bed, I do a meditation. Mm -hmm. Then I come off my bed. I do push-ups. Then I go in the shower. Okay. <laughs> and then I go to the gym. But if I don't go to the shower, then I go to the gym and then I go to the shower. But I have the same little thing right. I do. It's just the same five things always happen at the same time. Mm -hmm. Always in, in sync. Right. And yeah, it's what I do. But if it's bringing you results and it's bringing you success, you can still change it up and get out of your comfort zone in other areas. But oh, I, that I'm routine, always, right? always out of the comfort zone, people. <laughs> but if that routine is bringing you results, if it's keeping you stable, if it's keeping you know everything in flow, mm -hmm. then there's nothing wrong with having that routine. And okay. you need that structure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my brain needs it because uh, it keeps me on track. Mm -hmm. It keeps me on track. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then if... For a while there, I was doing two days, uh, two times at the gym. So I'd wake up in the morning. I'd only do cardio in the morning okay. because I'd have to be at work by eight. Uh -huh. So I'd only do cardio. Then I'd come home, shower, get everything done. Was that like fasted cardio? Um, yeah. Okay, nice. I okay. do fasted everything. Oh, nice. I don't oh, okay. eat until after. Same here. Yeah. I'm after. Yeah. And I learned that from a man named Tim Corner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he he jump-started a lot of my, my weight loss when he said okay. that. I didn't know. I used to eat first and then try to burn it off. Mm -hmm. Try. No, I didn't burn it off right. is what was happening. And so now, yeah, fasted. Yes. Yeah, I'm the same. Fasted all the way. I teach my classes and do my personal workout. And then after that, I'll eat like around noon. Usually I'm done with the bulk of my stuff in the morning. Yeah. And then I break my fast at noon. Not like others who maybe have breakfast, but for me, Great. plus I don't want to be like jumping around and be hype squad and everything and have all the stuff in your stomach. Like, no, no, you don't, you don't want to do that. No, no, I, I don't do that. And so my husband always giggles at me because I, I, I like protein shakes. So mm -hmm. I, I will drink a protein shake into the office. Okay. And he's like, why don't you sit down and eat? I do. No. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't work for me. Right. But if it works for you, good. Yeah. And like you said, you've got to find what works for your body and yeah. what works for you may not work for me. Um, I just started incorporating like a collagen because um, I can't do like soy. There's uh, certain things I can't do. Yeah. So I found this collagen protein and I'm yes. loving it. I, and I, I was I like, my shake. I know. And I'm like, I found it at Costco of all places. Yes. And it was affordable. Yes, <laughs> so I've got it. I okay, think I'm I using like, the same thing. Probably. I was like, Costco, you can just really step your game up here now. <laughs> but, yeah. Like they just for like 30 bucks. Um, it's yeah. The collagen protein is phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I use and it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Doesn't bother my tummy. I can, you know, take it in. I mean, sometimes with protein shakes, you're like, you don't know if it's going to like kick back in a few hours or like the acid reflux. It's kind of like this weird thing. But no, I love the collagen protein. It's working really well. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I do it too. And I always mix it in. But yeah, I, like I told you, I took out dairy. So it, mm -hmm. it, it kind of, it was weird. So I had to get used to that. And collagen, protein powder. Yeah. It's good for the hair, the nails, the skin. So I know, right? Hair's looking good, right? Yes. <laughs> so yeah. The good crazy curls going Right. On. The curl fun. Um, but no, I'm loving the protein. Yeah. It's always nice just to find something because I know that I'm very like um, structured as far as my nutrition, but I'm open to trying new things. Like, I mean, I'm definitely a label reader. Don't get me wrong. I pick something up. I'm flipping it over. I'm reading the labels. I'm like, I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings. <laughs> like I need to see what's in here because I don't want it spiking my blood sugar or anything crazy happening later in the day. So. See, I messed with my curl now. It keeps popping up. Okay. All right. <laughs> so here's the thing. For very like three or four years, my, my oncologist basically said, if your label has more than three ingredients, don't eat it. Oh. Okay. And I'm like, oh, she's, that'll keep you safe. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Basically anything in Costco mm -hmm. I can't have unless it's in the vegetable fruit. <laughs> right. On the perimeter, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, oh. Yes. But yeah, it was it was very eye opening. 
Mm -hmm. It was quite the eye-opening experience. So if you're not a label reader and you look at a label, this is the basic thing. If you can't read the first ingredients on it, right. probably don't eat it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I was seeing uh, my problem was uh, frozen vegetables and frozen fruit. Oh, because you'd look at some of them and you're like, oh, this is going to be, oh, no, no, it's not. They right. put things in it to make it. So read those kind of labels, right. especially if you think, oh, I'm being healthy, but my weight's not coming down. Uh, things aren't shifting. Look at the labels of the things you're eating that right. you think are healthy. They tend not to be. Uh, the other thing was uh, restaurants. They tend to add sugars and things to make Absolutely. their vegetables taste better. Right. So, yeah, be weary. And everything that they have in a restaurant, they have it on their websites, what they do with them. Mm -hmm. And you can look at them and just make wiser choices. Right. It is about looking at the nutrition facts. And it's interesting how you said the frozen fruit because there's usually added sugar. And it's like, if it's a strawberry, I don't understand yeah, why. Like, why. Why is sugar like this, or, you know, or sorbitol or something, you know, an all or an os or something, some type of sugar. And I'm just like, why? Like, it, it's fruit. Like, yeah. it's, it's why I would need. you mess with that? Right. I needed that. You took the purest thing that I could eat. And now you've just messed it up with sugar. So yeah, it is. It's being cognizant. And like you said, and there's so many apps right now. Like I can't even list all the apps. So yeah. like when you're going to a restaurant, like I'm getting ready to go to California on Friday. And it's like, I, for me as a keto person, I'm like, Ooh, I want to go to these keto bakeries. So I'm like already looking on Instagram and like, Oh, where can I get a keto cupcake? And I want to meet the owner and all that fun stuff. But at the end of the day, there's so many apps when you're eating out that'll tell you like everything. You know, yeah. Like, so I think before it was more like a mystery, like the restaurant brought it out and you just had to deal with it. But now, I mean, there's, there's way too many resources. Well, that's they had yeah. people like uh, like us who were reading the labels and working on and the app, and we were adding things to the app, you know. So I would I would go out and eat and do, well, this has this and this, and I would add what was in there. I would build, mm -hmm. and I'd send it in. So, yeah, people like us who were looking at the labels and reading things, we would add and correct things. Right. And I think that's why so many of these apps are so accurate now. Mm -hmm. Find a good app. The apps make a huge difference. And then also, I'm sure people know that if you have any type of food sensitivities or allergies, even the more if you're gluten sensitive or dairy, like you're looking and to see what's in that sauce. Like, yeah, you may be getting the zucchini noodles, but there may be some hidden dairy in that sauce. And so I think... And in the beginning, I think the apps were more for people that had like food allergies or, you know, maybe you were doing Weight Watchers and you had to count points or cards mm -hmm. or whatever. But now it's for everyone because, I mean, there's, you know, you may have a child that has a peanut allergy or some type of nut allergy. And so the apps offer a lot of great resources now that we didn't have before. And I was highly allergic to coconut. Oh. And they put coconut it. in everything. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, my I gosh. I can't do peanuts. Like oh. peanuts and cashews. Yeah. No, I almost not died for, a couple of times. This girl. Uh, I was like, what? why is my mouth swelling up? I why mean, is my throat closing? <laughs> I was like, oh, there's coconut in it. But now, okay, this is really what's really strange. After my cancer, my first two years of cancer, mm -hmm. whatever we did with my health, with my, my nutrition, my vitamins, everything came to balance. Mm -hmm. I'm not allergic to anything anymore. It's amazing. I started keto and my health journey when I switched over my nutrition with a lot of um, food sensitivities. I couldn't do any dairy. Um, I couldn't even have Angus beef. Like it could be hormone free. I mean, it could have fell down from heaven by all means. It didn't matter. Like I couldn't process beef. And it was just because my body was so inflamed. Like exactly. once I got rid of the inflammation and it's good to hear that from someone else because people are like, oh, you're just saying that. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, like I had heavy cream in my coffee this morning three years ago or five years ago or six years ago, over there's pain. no way. I mean, I couldn't even put a splash of that because my body was so inflamed already. Putting the dairy in just pushed me over the limit every single time. So yeah, it's the inflammation's huge. It's like, you huge. Don't, and you uh, don't realize it. it. It's crazy because it, after my cancer, they did something to me. And I remember, doing, don't do that. I'm allergic to, and I didn't react. And I went, 
wait a minute. So I went back and had another allergy test. And I used mm. to be allergic to every tree, every grass, every mold in Colorado. I was allergic to everything in Colorado. Mm. And then, of course, coconut. And I'm like, I'm not allergic to anything anymore. Mm-hmm my body is no longer screaming and fighting at right. things that are coming into my body. So think about the allergies and the things you're having. You might be out of just major balance. Right. And I think sometimes it's like for us, maybe that have allergies or sensitivities, we go in and get tested. We're like, all right, we're here. We've suffered for seven days with no antihistamine. Poke our backs. We're ready. Like we want the deal. Like we know the deal. You lay down, they poke your back, it itches. And they're like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. Oop, this is really bad. And you're like, okay. But I mean, you also have to think about it. Like maybe you eat a certain meal and suddenly you don't, you feel, don't as feel good. good. Or let's say you eat dinner at six o'clock and you're in a sugar comb at 645. Then something that you took in threw your body off. Something didn't work out. Right? And, and that's that's why it's important to, you're not going to like me for saying it, write down what you eat. I know. Log your food. Log your food and find out what portions you're eating. Just write it down on paper. Honestly, the app is a lot easier. Find an app. I was going to say the app. Yeah. Because when you find the app, and what I did was I was noticing, okay, when I ate this type of food, I would get I would get bloated. Mm-hmm. It would hurt. And so I'm like, okay, well, next time, now, tomorrow, I won't eat any of that. And I'll only eat this other. So I would right. take a meal and I would take certain things out of it mm-hmm. and put, if I didn't react, I'd leave it and I'd take something else out. And so I was I was doing a science experiment right. on my body. Right. And what I found out was my body cannot handle pasta. Mm. at all and that's like me soy i can't do any type of soy and i loved i lived in japan for three years i'm so. a filipino right <laughs> so when I, I, the first time i did i couldn't eat rice and i'm like oh something's no. not right this is not gonna work <laughs> this is not a good lifestyle change this is maybe a temperamental thing <laughs> yes but yeah test your body mm-hmm. all that science stuff you learned in, in school Test it on yourself. It's true. Take, pull, put it back in. Take mm-hmm. something out. Put it back in. And find out what your body's doing. Poof. About. Right. Because you know that feeling when you do, God, I just, I just ate and I feel it's something you ate. Right. Figure it's it out. Kind of like the elimination diet. Like they say, yeah. like you either tailor it down and you're like, you're only eating these foods or eat something. And then it's like you said, like if you're feeling bloated or maybe you're in a brain fog, like maybe you have your breakfast every morning, you're feeling great. And then by 1030, you're in a brain fog. Well, maybe it's something you're eating for breakfast. You know, maybe there's something you're putting in your oatmeal or as you're swinging through that little drive through, there's some little goodie or treat that you're picking up that's not working for you. Like just log it. I mean, I think even on the apps, you can put little notes and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of keep track of everything. Um, and just really, like I said, like taking back your health, like taking back the situation and turning it around. As I say, there's three types of control in this world. Your control, the other person's control, and God's control or the universe's. Mm-hmm. You can control you. So figure out what works for you. Everybody's different. We are not stamped out from blocks and we're all exactly the same. No, everybody reacts differently to food and to everything else around us in our environment. And we can control how we react to food and how we react to the environment and people around us. It's up to you. It's a choice. It is. It is. So a choice every day. Yes. Do you have any last words of wisdom you'd like to share and then I'm going to tell them how to find you again? Um... Words of wisdom, I would say, like you said, finding what works for you. Have have your goal, but then find those small milestones that are going to get you there. And then I'm all about accountability partner. I just, once again, I love the energy of a group. An accountability partner, it could be one person. It doesn't have to be a community of, you know, 500 people. It could be you and a couple of friends. And maybe you have different goals, but you're still holding each other accountable to get to where you need to be. Um, that's kind of my soapbox, accountability partners. And the group energy is my thing, yes. Awesome. I believe in accountability partners. 
even when they don't even know they're in accountability. Right. That's even better, right? (laughs) (laughs) When they're doing it for you and they don't even know how much they need you. (laughs) It's like, please go to the gym tomorrow because I really need to go. Yeah. What do you do when he's on vacation? He hasn't been on vacation. Oh, okay. Even better. (laughs) And then there's a, there's a trainer at the gym I go to that's always there. And I told her, um, I'm post-surgery, so I'm not allowed to lift over 50 pounds. So if you see me over there on the big weights and I'm holding something bigger, just look at me and I'll stop. Give me the eye. I said, just look at me. She says, really? I said, just trust me on this. And so every once in a while she'll do. And you're like, all right. Gotta remember. Gotta put that down. Because I want to go back. I want to move. But I'm I'm being I'm being good to my accountability partners who don't realize they're my accountability partners. Which is even better. Takes a village. It takes a village. (laughs) Well, LJ, thank you so much for joining me. And for those of you who want to reach out to LJ and find out more about her programs, reach out to her. She's on Instagram at L-J-S underscore powerhouse. Yes. You can't forget that because she's a powerhouse. <laughs> and I will have it on the um, on all the uh, all the words underneath this video so you can find her again. Okay. So either share this video. If you've got some friends who want to get together and do something together, if you're in Colorado, great, go like, find her. Yes. But if you're not in Colorado, find her online and still do be, become the best version of you. It's a choice. You can do it. And I believe in you. All right. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It was fun. It was fun. Thank you for being with me. (laughs) So have a fabulous day, everybody. And next time, um, remember, the choice is yours. It's up to you. Play an experiment with your body and the foods that don't like you and what your body doesn't like or what your body does like and give it more of it. Feed your soul. Take care and have a wonderful, wonderful week. (laughs) 